you guys are having an amazing week so far. Welcome to December. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. This year has gone by so quickly. I don't even know. I don't know how. I feel like I just woke up in January, went to bed, and it was December. But we're here, guys. A month 12 of 2019. The final month of this decade. I hope you guys are feeling good. I hope you're feeling po positive, optimistic, happy about it. Um, I am. You guys already know how I am with all this kind of stuff. I I love it. I love um, static days that I can do a fresh start, which is like the first of every month. Quarters, weeks, <laughs> years. But I hope you guys are really reflecting on this year and just thinking about how it's gone thinking about how it can continue to go what else you can squeeze into this year there's time guys sometimes things that we think will take long we wake up one day and within 24 hours things have like changed and things are where they need to be so don't give up yet as i said until it's 11:59 on the 31st of december that's when you can say, I've done all I can for this year. Until then, keep pushing, keep working hard, and I'm sure that a lot of last-minute surprises are headed your way. This past week, I was, well, this past weekend from Friday till Monday, I was in Houston with my family. Um, we went to a surprise 50th birthday party. It was so fun, and I saw a lot of family members who I haven't seen in a while because of living far away, time, distance, all manners of things. And it was really happy. Um, I was exhausted. It was a very jam-packed short trip. There were people who I wanted to see and things I wanted to do that I was unable to, but it was nice. And I think it's important to always reflect when you have opportunities to go away or spend time with people who you haven't in a while because growth growth is happening all the time and especially when you haven't seen someone in a while and maybe you don't feel like you've accomplished what you wanted to or you've grown in the way you you feel that you should have seeing somebody who you haven't seen in a while and talking to them about what you've been up to since the last time you spoke or seen one another really puts it into perspective that you have indeed been moving forward and that um, maybe you're not as bad off as you, <laughs> as you thought you were. Um, I hope you guys had some time to meditate on the words to live by for this week. If you guys hear like there's this sound, I can't, I have beads in my hair and every so often I move my neck and they, they kind of like make themselves known so apologies in advance hopefully it's not super loud and the mic isn't picking it up too much and it's not annoying but yeah vacation beads <laughs> um yeah the words to live by for last week which were when it's time to jump don't flinch and th this morning actually i'm actually recording this on wednesday on what's today the 4th of december and it's about to come out in about two hours because I got back from Houston at two in the morning on Tuesday and I've been exhausted trying to play catch up, but you know, I'm here trying to fulfill my obligation to you guys. But this morning I actually spoke with my best friend Grady about a few concerns I have regarding certain situations and she pretty much snatched my edges and let me know that anxiety energy is, is dumb and that 
half the time, the reason why we flinch or the reason why we get nervous is because our mind tries to convince us of something that is most likely not even likely to happen or something that has happened in the past. And pretty much she, what she said amongst many other things was that, um, when we're in situations and they feel good, but we're not fully sure, we usually take our past, our past traumas and use those as the measuring stick to what we're going through. And what this does is put blame on situations that don't require that blame and put us in a place where we're thinking of the worst possible outcome, even though that may not be the case, just because we want to protect ourselves. And protecting yourself and self-preservation are things that, you know, I always talk about it, self-preservation over everything. But there are certain times when that want for self-preservation so badly actually hinders us and puts us in a place where we're blocking our potential for greatness, blocking our potential to be with somebody who's great, blocking ourselves from entering into what we're meant to and delaying our destiny, as I said last week, just because we're thinking a little too hard. So it's a tricky balance because there are some things that require a lot of thought and there are some things that just require a lot of obedience and action. And deciphering the two is something that I think we each have to figure out how to do that. Like for me now, when I have like, when I have a really bad gut feeling about something, I usually stop and assess why I feel that way and go from there. But if I have no bad gut feeling or a negative inkling towards what I'm doing, but my mind is somehow trying to convince me not to do it, I'm more likely to just kind of jump and not flinch in those situations because I know that when I sit and marinate in things too long, our minds have a way of always convincing us that there is a potential risk or danger involved. And I don't want to allow my mind to play those tricks on me, especially when I know that that's how I operate. So I make sure to go with my gut more so than my head, because you can kind of, you can ration yourself out of anything and kind of ration yourself into anything if you have enough time and creativity in your head. And that's why when it's time to jump, you don't flinch. Cause when you flinch is when you give yourself that delay that allows the doubt to seep in the insecurities to seep in, um, the unnecessary fears because of just because you, you took time because when you jump, you're trying to not hit the ground (laughs) pretty much. You're trying to not get injured and you're just focused on the risk you just took so much so that you can't be focused on all the factors that may affect it adversely. So yeah, when it's time to jump, don't flinch guys, keep pushing especially towards the end of the year. There are some things that, some goals that we've had that we may have noticed or you may have noticed that you've been dragging your feet on and now that you saw that it's the 12th month, you're really feeling like, push it. I don't want to waste time. Push it. Like, just do it. Don't waste time. We've spent 11 months sometimes planning things and this is execution season. So if it's execution season, don't wait around. Do what you got to do and get what's yours, get, get what's yours physically, get, get what's yours in destiny. Don't waste time. Like one of the worst things that I think about, which I don't even know if it could happen. Well, I ain't never been to heaven, so I'll never know, but I would hate to get to heaven and ask God, what, what could I have been? And he shows me everything I could have been and everything I could have done and in showing me that he, I'm sure I'd see all the moments where I hesitated, all the moments where I overthought, all the moments where I stopped or got lazy or got scared. And I, 
that's tragic. <laughs> it's actually just tragic. And I don't want that for myself. And I don't want that for you guys. So stop delaying. Do what you feel you want to do. Consequences are a part of life. Negative circumstances are a part of life. But you don't want to live your life avoiding those things and consequentially avoiding greatness in the mix of that avoidance. Yeah, so I'm going to get right into our talk for this week. And our talk is going to be about celebration. And this is funny. My sister's best friend and my sister, Carlene, um, she lives in China. And we were having a conversation about different things. And I was telling her about some new developments in my life. And she was just saying that how she's just genuinely very happy for me where I am, what I'm doing. And she was just, she said that I should make an episode about celebration because people, you would think that celebration is something very simple and a very easy, straightforward concept, but it's actually not that simple because it's very multidimensional and the way we feel and react to celebration, the way we want celebration are, are things that we often aren't taught to express verbally. So I'm just going to talk about that and give you guys a few different aspects to look at with regards to celebration. And especially since we're approaching 2020, lots of people are in this reflection mode. They're in this, let's look back at what the year has been. People are celebrating their accomplishments, shouting out themselves, doing like letting people know how they've attained their goals and stuff like that. And this is everybody from us personally to celebrities to the people we know. Um, even I think, I don't remember someone, a few Instagram pages have actually posted this picture of Drake beside in 2009, where he's beside like a virgin airplane that has a picture of him on it. So I guess they're doing like a sponsorship type thing compared to 2019 where he has his own air drake private jet and something like that is beautiful and it's it's just a testament to what hard work favor and goal setting can get you to but what i see is that seeing all of these celebrations from other people can sometimes be difficult for us personally um because we we're not there yet you know we we don't necessarily have the we haven't necessarily accomplished the things we want to accomplish or we're not at those places. So when people are kind of putting their happiness and joy in our face, it makes it a little difficult for us to rectify sometimes. And I think that it's important to understand celebration on many different levels. So for the remainder of this talk, I'm just going to break down celebration in three sections. And the first section is you to you. The next is you to them. And then the last and final section is them to you. So when it comes to celebration, you to you is essentially you standing for yourself. And when I say standing for yourself, stand for yourself the way you stand for your faves. Stand for yourself the way you played those albums of your favorites as soon as they drop and you listen to songs a million times. Keep that exact same energy for yourself. And I think when we do stuff, sometimes it's hard for us to celebrate ourselves because we feel that it's, it's arrogant. I think point blank period. When you talk about yourself, you, you feel like you're tooting your own horn or rubbing it in people's face. And this is something that I've been actually really dealing with and struggling with that the fact that I can publicly acknowledge the fact that I'm doing 
really good things and that I'm accomplishing a lot of my goals without me feeling ashamed or embarrassed to tell people because I don't want to be perceived as arrogant or cocky or not humble. But I think that's where the line, there's a line. And I think most of us don't understand where that line is and we put it somewhere at the beginning so that we can't even really talk about what we do without feeling guilt. Whereas there's a level of self-acknowledgement that's necessary and healthy, in my opinion, for us to have. Um, And when we don't have that self-acknowledgement, it makes it difficult for other people to even celebrate us because we barely want to talk about the things we're doing. Like for me, when I had my book, like when I wrote, finished writing through my brown eyes, um, I had edited, edited it and, (laughs) and was ready to publish. And I told my sister and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just going to publish my book. I don't think I want to have a book launch. And she's like, why don't you want to have a book launch? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't want all eyes on me. I don't want everybody looking at me. And essentially what I was saying is that I don't want to be celebrated for an accomplishment that is worthy of celebration. And it's, interesting because if my sister or anybody around me accomplishes something I'm the first person to be like we need to celebrate this even if it's just to go eat even if it's even if it's to come over to your house and we talk even if it's for us to just like scream on the phone I'm down for it so to now flip that on myself and launch my own book was something that I found extremely difficult and what I find is that we need to the way we feel about others and the things we want for others, it's important to realize when we're, we're not giving those things to ourselves. And when we realize we're not giving those things to ourselves, to work hard to change that narrative. Because if you think the people around you deserve nice things, you also deserve nice things. You deserve to be acknowledged. You deserve to, to see what you're doing and genuinely be proud of yourself. And I feel like a lot of times that feeling is not one that comes like even for me um to the party we went to in Houston I made my own dress so I found a dress online that I thought was cute but I wanted more to it I wanted more fitted different color I wanted to add embellishments so I sat with my tailor and we she walked me through step by step how to cut the dress out make it sew it everything so I was like talking about this dress and I was so excited and I wore the dress my four-year-old cousin took some pictures of me. My 14-year-old cousin took some pictures of me. And once I wore the dress and I got back from the party and I put it down, I just, no, actually, as soon as I finished making the dress and I tried it on and it fit perfectly, I just looked at it and I said, well, what's the next dress I'm going to make? I didn't even take any time to sit in the pocket of the fact that you just created something beautiful. Even if many people can do it, you just did it too and it's worth celebrating. I was already in my mind thinking of the next dress I want to make, what event do I want to make a dress for, how I want it to look, what I want it to be like. I didn't even stop to celebrate myself. Whereas if someone else I know makes a dress or a jacket or anything, I'm so amped for them, ready to hype them up and do whatever to let them know that what they've done is great. And this is where it comes down to the fact that we really need to be kind to ourselves. We need to we need to acknowledge our own greatness and keep that same energy that we would keep if anybody else we knew was doing the things that we're doing, you know? And it's important. 
And we, I don't, I think we don't even realize how important it is sometimes because we're just us, you know, it's not very often. Well, from, for the most part that we really stop to check in on ourselves and make sure we're okay for, for us as individuals, as long as we're functioning and doing what is required of us, we think we're good. Whereas when we, when we see the people around us, if they're functioning, but they're not flourishing, we try and stop to make sure that they're flourishing as well. So it's 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 just all a part of self-care. I think self-celebration and self-acknowledgement when we're doing great things and accomplishing great feats is very necessary. And we need to take time to celebrate us on behalf of us. The second um, section of celebration that I want to touch on is you to them. And when I say them, I'm saying more so them as in people you know personally. Not them as in the celebrities and your fave artists and all those people. So when it comes to you celebrating the people around you, it's important that we support them like the way we support the strangers that we stand for. The same strangers that I, the strangers and celebrities that I was talking about in the you celebrating you section, we need to support the people in our lives the same way. And I feel that there's always these memes like, oh my gosh, they've been around for, I'd, I'd say since the advent of social media that support your friend's business the way you support that celebrity's album that you don't even know that you always go out and buy. Well, we don't buy albums. Well, yeah, you could buy some digital stream albums or whatever, <laughs> whatever junk. But <laughs> yes, it's important that we support our friends and the people around us in the same light that we support the strangers that we we support these people even more so. You know why? Because doing something and taking a step or accomplishing a goal as a regular person is so much more difficult. One, because we don't have the resources that other people have, like that celebrities have. We don't have the automatic support. Like celebrities, based on their name, will produce and sell trash in the millions just because their name is attached to it. You know what it is for your friend or somebody in your life to accomplish something, even if it's not at that grand scale. It takes way more manpower, way more money, way more resources, way more way more time just because of the fact that we're small. And it's it's important that as a person who is in contact with people, whether it be family, friends, coworkers, general acquaintances, when you see them doing something good, it's important to celebrate them. And sometimes we don't even, it's not necessarily malicious. Let me say that because some people might think that lack of support is from a malicious intent. Sometimes it's just, it's just the fact that you see it and you keep scrolling. But what I've made uh, an effort to do, especially lately, and also because I'm producing and I'm creating a lot and I know how it feels so good to me when people are willing to like spend their time, spend their money, spend their energy on the things I create. I'm really making it an effort to create um to acknowledge the goodness that people are doing and just let them know that they're seen and they're appreciated even if it's just going to an event purchasing someone's makeup from their makeup line purchasing someone's skincare from their skincare line even if it's just once that really does make a difference and it makes people feel important and seen because what i found is that a lot of times with I'd say creatives and entrepreneurship in general, when you initially start, you might have some of your like really close family that will support you, but you'll also have a lot of people in your main circle who will greet you with criticism and ambivalence to what you're doing. Not necessarily because they don't believe in you, but because 
it's it's a path that's not often taken. So then being able to see the potential that you have is sometimes difficult. And remember when I tell you guys that your prescription and your vision is not anybody else's vision. So for that reason, you need to have the strength to not necessarily be affected by the fact that people don't support you in the jump. But, but, but you will find support outside. And what I found is that as you grow and progress and you become what you saw you were going to become when you took all those risks initially, you'll find that the people who initially were apprehensive of what you were doing will now be like, yeah, I was there. Um, like I, I saw you, I knew you could do it. And when you finally got in that confirmation from the outside world is usually when the people closer to you will now come along with their, with their, excitement and happiness and their quote unquote confidence that they had in you the whole time, even though they probably didn't. But yes, you don't want to be that person who comes around when someone's successful because you're going to look like a user. So when you see your friend doing something, even if it's small, even if it's small scale, even if it's a little goal, like let's say someone has a hundred pounds to lose and they lose 10 pounds and they post it on social media, encourage them. Like even if it's just a like, like you don't have to necessarily comment under every picture but instagram makes it so easy now that when someone posts a story you can just swipe up and you can put some hard eyes or a clap emoji you don't even have to talk takes less than a second but be there and support your friends the way you support these strangers who are making millions off of their likeness because one because the people around you deserve that same energy if not more because you know them personally and two you don't want to be that person who when they become what they were meant to be all along, you now kind of come creeping back to them because it's disgusting and no one likes it. <laughs> um, another point in the you supporting them category is that be genuinely happy for people's accomplishments. And <laughs> it sounds obvious, but it's not actually that obvious because I found, and the one reason why I love to support people, besides the fact that it feels so good to see people around you being elevated, the one thing I found is that my light has never dimmed by acknowledging someone else's. And I think this concept needs to be like ingrained into people's head because you'll you'll meet so many bad mind people who who just look at you accomplishing your dreams. Let's say, let's say for example, I'm a plumber and you're a, a neurosurgeon. Let's just let's just make it extreme and as dramatic as possible. And the plumber now opens up their own plumbing business, buys like 20 trucks, hires employees, and the and the neurosurgeon person, the bad mind neuros, neurosurgeon, will legit be unhappy for the accomplishments of that person and feel physically threatened by it, as if they're a plumber, as if they're in the same lane. And this is, and even if you are in the same lane as someone, I've found that there's a me factor that is in everything I do. So there's a thousand podcasts out there, but the difference between my podcast and somebody else who probably touches the same topics as me is that they don't have the me factor. They don't have the tokes factor. So as long as I am in whatever industry I'm in, there can be every Tom, Dick and Harry possible in that same industry, but I bring something different. And people always say it like that. If you, if you feel like a market is oversaturated and you're hesitant, hesitant to get into it, walk down the bread aisle in, in a grocery store or even worse, walk down the water aisle. 
there are brands and brands of water. I'm not even talking about sparkling or flavor. I'm talking about basic out the tap in the lake, in the ocean water. There are hundreds of brands and people have their preferences. And will someone now say, oh, because, because Aquafina makes water, I'm not going to make water as Dasani. People like, I don't mess with Dasani too tough. (laughs) The taste is not for me, but people still enter into it. And why do they like it? Is everything not watered? Yes, you need water to survive. So wouldn't the argument be once there's one water brand, no one else should enter because everyone's going to buy this one? No, because even if we need something for survival and it's necessary, there are certain certain intricate points and certain specific differences that every company and every person in or individual has that makes them different and that brings them to the table. There are some people who will listen to my podcast and be like, it sounds exactly like so-and-so, but I like the way that person speaks better, so I'll never listen again. And that's absolutely fine. Bye. <laughs> You're not my target audience, you know? And that's the thing about understanding the fact that you, what makes you you and what makes you special is something that somebody else doesn't have. And they will never have it because they can't be you. They Even if they're similar to you, they can't operate in the exact same way as you because we're all uniquely made. And for that reason alone, it's important to keep that in mind so that when you see someone doing something, even if it's similar to what you're doing, understanding that they don't have the you factor will make it so that you can genuinely be happy for them. And this leads me into the third point for the you supporting them category, which is take a time out if, you're, if you don't feel happy. Like legit take a time out. I think I talk about this a lot because I I have, especially this year, been learning the importance of taking timeouts. If I'm feeling sour, I'm not going to bring my sourness to you guys because negative energy is extremely contagious. So if your friend is doing something and they're very excited about it, if your friend is starting a new venture and they're super excited about it and you're not at that place where you can understand that y'all's lights are separate, maybe you shouldn't go to that lunch because... You don't want to be at at that place and be upset or look negative or be the person who will bring down someone's light. So when it comes to celebration, if you know you're not at a place to celebrate that person yet, please feel free to excuse yourself from that space until you're ready to. And and if you you feel like you may never be ready to, be prepared to potentially have a conversation with that person. Because if that person is someone who you truly care about, they're going to notice like I, when I wrote my book, I noticed the people who have showed up for me and I've noticed the people who haven't showed up for me. I've noticed the people who are genuinely happy for me and the people who I'm so happy for myself that I don't notice that they're, they want no parts in what I'm doing. I've noticed the people who are happy for me, but a little bit disappointed, not in me doing what I'm doing, but disappointed in the fact that I was able to push for my dreams Whereas they had dreams that they didn't push for. And you know, that's two different things. Just because, and it's okay because sometimes you'll see someone accomplish something and in celebrating them, it'll bring to your memory something that you wanted to do that you didn't do. And that's just a part of life. Like it's okay. And just because you're not there yet doesn't mean you can't celebrate someone. And if you can't celebrate someone because you're not there yet, take the time out. Don't sour or dampen someone's joy because you'd, for whatever reason, you don't have it in you to give them. And the final section is the them to you section. And I feel like this is the most controversial section. And this is actually what Carlene was talking about that actually brought about this whole episode. And she was talking about the fact that 
we need to acknowledge how we want to be celebrated. And in acknowledging how we like to be celebrated, because some people like things that are really low key. Like there are some accomplishments that I have that I don't post on social media because I don't care to have everybody know it per se. Like they may know it eventually, but right now I don't. And there are certain accomplishments accomplishments that I could scream from the rooftops and like yell and celebrate and everybody everybody can know as soon as it happens and knowing how you want to be celebrated well when you know how you want to be celebrated it's important to then also relay that information to the people around you so if I know that I like a certain thing that happened to me Let's say some people now, for example, they get engaged and they tell their closest friends and before they even, the picture has f- fully loaded and is no longer pixelated, their friend has put it on social media. Oh my God, my besties, my besties getting married. And that is pure joy. You know, it's happiness, joy, excitement for you, but you might be that person who doesn't want that information put out there just yet. And what now happens is that we, because for whatever reason, I I don't even know exactly why. Maybe it's because of the ego thing. We sometimes have a hard time telling people how we like to be celebrated. So someone can feel like they're doing you, they're speaking your celebration language or your love language by posting your stuff out there. Whereas you wanted just an intimate dinner with the three girls in the group chat that you told and you don't want anybody else to know for now, right? So what happens with this is that once you understand how you want to be celebrated, it's very important that you relay that information to the people around you as much as you can. Like I'm not telling you to make a post to your thousand Instagram followers and be like, when I post something, I need y'all to put hard eyes under my pictures because that makes me <laughs> that makes me feel special and seen. I mean more so the people around you. So for me now, if I do some like if I do something and I'm super excited about it and I come home, I might just start dancing in the living room with my like I might just start dancing and then my sister will start dancing with me and then we'll just be obnoxious and we'll be dancing. But that's how I like to be celebrated because I'm just in that mood and I'm super happy, super giddy and excited, right? And I think it's important for us to understand how, just like how we need to understand our love language and how we like to be loved, it's it's also important to understand how we like to be celebrated so that we can let the people around us that are closest to us know so that we don't end up in awkward situations or end up in situations where that person will be upset with us or will be upset with somebody because they're, they're going about celebrating us in their genuine joy, like non-maliciously in a way that is not, in line with what we would want for ourselves. So yeah, as we get into this December period where everyone's going to be excited and celebrating, celebrate yourself, celebrate those around you, and let those around you know how you want to be celebrated because we all deserve to feel good. Even if you're not exactly where you want to be, we deserve to feel good. We, if, if for nothing but breath, if for nothing but breath, and the fact that we are still here today at the end of this year that's enough to to be grateful for and enough to celebrate and be happy for so i really hope that helps you guys and i hope that once you well even while you're listening to my podcast because it ain't a video anyway go on instagram and that one friend of yours who just started a company dm them and tell them that you want to buy seven dollars worth of product or <laughs> or go on that person's page and be like i've been I've been admiring what you're doing. Keep it up. I stand. Like, it feels good. Trust me. The more you celebrate people and you hype them, well, maybe it's just me, but it makes me feel so good on the inside. But yes, celebration and good times are ahead. Make sure you're in the loop. Don't be sour. And if you're sour, take a time out till you're feeling better. And 
let's do this. Let's support one another as we grow and become the people we're meant to be. So I'm over my 30 minute mark. So I'm just going to get right into our words to live by for this week. Super quick and super to the point. The words to live by for this week are how you feel and why you feel are not the same thing. And what I mean by this is that our emotions are our emotions. You know, I might see something and it triggers me and I'm immediately upset about it. And there's nothing we can do about that. I, I'm mad, I'm mad, I'm pissed, I'm pissed. I can't change that at the moment. And that is how you feel. The, the thing that now comes along, which is the secondary processing, is why you feel what you feel. And I think that a lot of times you see people who are like, oh, I'm just like this. This is how I am. But we don't really get down to the core of why we feel what we feel. And I think that this is understanding the the motivation behind our emotions is probably the most important aspect of becoming well-rounded and being self-aware. Because we sometimes I'll be I'll be upset about something and I'll snap on, like I'll snap at someone. Let's say I snap at my sister and I felt frustrated in that moment. And she happened to be talking to me, I guess, but really understanding why I'm frustrated could alleviate the stress and the burden that is caused by our emotions. And even sometimes stop those emotions from happening altogether. Because when we really get down to the meat of the matter and understanding why we're feeling what we're feeling, we'll understand if those feelings are misplaced or if they're even granted. And this kind of goes back to my friend Grady snatching my edges this morning. I was telling her that I was feeling some kind of way. And she's like, are those emotions, are those emotions coming directly from the source that you're dealing with right now or are past experiences influencing your ability to process the situation that you're in right now. And I was just like, girl, get me all the way together. But <laughs> but yes, what I want you guys to do this week is when you feel something, like an intense emotion, especially negative, I want you to think about how you feel and then try to get to the root of why you feel that way. And is the reason why you feel that way and the reason why you're acting that way justified for the mo- for the actual action that was portrayed or the feeling that was evoked or is there something underlying that you haven't dealt with that may be the reason why you're acting the way you are and if there is something underlying this is the perfect time to reflect on it and get it out of your system and get better guys we're going into a new decade and I want you guys to be at your best even we're going into next week and I want you guys to be at your best every single day there is room for improvement if you improve one percent every single day you'll be shocked at the rate at which you'll transcend beyond who you were in the best way possible. So yeah, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. Happy December. We're finally here. Have an amazing week. Slide into my DMs. Send me an email and I'll talk to you next Wednesday.